Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. January 29th, 2012. Aloha Stadium, Honolulu, Hawaii. With 8.25 left in the fourth quarter, Brandon Marshall caught an over-the-shoulder toe-tapper in the back corner of the end zone for his fourth touchdown of the day. Too bad no one cared. (laughs) This is a 2012 Pro Bowl. Hello and welcome to Games with Names presented by WinBet. I'm Julian Edelman. I'm Sam Morrell. And we are on the search for the greatest games of all time. Today's episode, 2012 Pro Bowl AFC versus NFC. And our guest, co-host on Inside the NFL, streaming on Paramount Plus, of course, Brandon Marshall, a dear friend of mine. You guys know him all from I Am Athlete to a six-time Pro Bowler to New York Jet. New York Jet. He talks about the Jets all the time. And, you know, we, we, we started developing this, this podcast and Brandon's like, Hey, you know, we gotta, you know, I was like, we gotta have you on B. And he's like, yo, uh, will you do my best game? And I said, well, what's your best game? And, you know, I asked him, you know, have you, you clearly you didn't play in any playoff games. No. So we had to scrape, gnaw, scratch, and we found... The 2012 Pro Bowl, where Brandon Marshall had a hundred. Jack, what did he have? I think he had what is six. He had four, four touchdowns. He scored almost as much as Julian on Raya. This guy was on fire. (laughs) (laughs) He had four touchdowns, I believe, 176 yards. Yeah, and I think eight catches, seven catches. Amazing. There wasn't a lot of defense. Wasn't a lot of defense. But you know, does the defense even really need to show up? Do we need linemen in the Pro Bowl? We can kind of just get the the defensive backs and the wide receivers seven on seven. Yeah, play with flags seven on seven. Nah, we can't do that. The Pro Bowl, but they're not tackling anyway. Yeah, it's 
at least they were kind of hitting this one. I mean, it's gotten a lot worse over these last couple years. Yeah. But my fish, my first reaction when I saw this game was, man, D. Marsh turned it on in a game where no one really cared. <laughs> you know, You're I, playing meaningful playoff football at this time. Yeah. We this was 2012. So you're about to lose to the New York Giants. We were about to go to the Super Bowl, and then lose the Super Bowl to the New York Giants, and play in one in Indianapolis. <laughs> and yes, we lost. To you you only made one Pro Bowl, but you should have made more. But you didn't. Well, even technically, get to go. I didn't make a Pro Bowl because you didn't go. Because I didn't go, we had to play in a Super Bowl. But you got the money, right? Got we, they paid me. They yeah. gave me. You get either forty or sixty grand. I got a jersey. But hot take: everyone everyone wants to talk about. I never made a Pro Bowl. I got the jersey. Yeah. I got it. I got. I got. I got. And you didn't go because you were playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we were playing in the Super Bowl, so you can't you can't go because they used to play it before, and then they started going after and. After you win a Super Bowl, you don't want to. You don't want to go play in the Pro Bowl. No, it'd be you horrible. Wanna, you want to go celebrate. Yeah. No, but on on a real thing, you know, B B Marsh had an immaculate career. Was in the Pro Bowl six times, which is a huge honor. And what if he had a great quarterback? How what was his career? Because that's when you're a wide receiver and you don't play with great quarterbacks. That's tough. You're you're a dependent player. Yeah. You know you. You depend on someone giving you the ball for your career to blossom. Now you can. It's, it's like if Daniel Day Lewis only got to act with like Rob Schneider. Exactly. You'd be I, like, he's good, but I feel like he could be better. Without a doubt. Yeah. You know, like gangs in New York, right? Leo? <laughs> That's a little inside Classic. joke. That's an inside joke. Asaf says it's, uh, our buddy Asaf says it's Scorsese's best movie of all time. Of all time. Which is a ludicrous take. <laughs> It's a good movie. It is not Scorsese's best movie. Who puts that over Goodfellas? Ah, not me. Not me. Not me. But let's get our initial reactions to this game. It's the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's tough to react to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I've never watched. The I highlights are fun. You get to see all these great players. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely see so like... The thing that stuck out to me was that crazy catch that Brandon had on the go route where the two guys collided on each other. He's on his back. It reminded me of the play in the Super Bowl when Malcolm Butler tipped that seam ball. Guy comes up. What's it, What was that guy's name? I forgot. But he goes out and catches the ball. Brandon had some really good plays, playing hard. And that's the kind of guy Brandon is. So he, he plays hard regardless, competes hard in everything he does. Big receiver, too. Big huge. Dude. Huge. Yeah. What we got, Jackie? That was Jermaine Curse. Jermaine Curse. Mm. When he had that big on the back catch in a Super Bowl. You know, it, it, very, it very much well does compare a lot to this Pro Bowl catch. So, um, you know, yeah. I'm excited to have B on here and pick his brain about the ins and outs of the Pro Bowl because I've never been, Sam. Yeah. Never been. You, never... you should have gone. I mean, you you went. And no, you I just didn't, didn't go. I, I, didn't, I didn't go. You know, you I, had the ticket. You just didn't book the flight. You, you, nah, I Wouldn't never... you rather be in the Super Bowl? Of would course. You, would you trade? Of course. Would you trade one Super Bowl for like four Pro Bowl appearances? What, what's the what's the value? Nah. You can't exactly. take away a ring. That's what can't, I'm saying. You can't take away a ring. You know, you, you don't play for the Pro Bowl. And don't, don't, don't the fans vote for you? Well, the Vans vote you in. And where's our fans in New England? Come on, guys. I need double clicks. Where was it? 
It was nowhere to be found. It was nowhere to be found. Let's you, go back. You, you couldn't get a tweet from Casey Affleck or something? What the hell? Matt Damon, that's a pretty big name. Right? What are you doing? Like, Affleck? I'm over this. I'm over this. this is not I'm not. Good. Let's go back to January 29th, 2012. On this day, the number one movie in America was The Grey. Revenge flick with Liam Neeson? Or in the woods or something. With a big wolf. I actually remember this one. This is I love Liam Neeson movies. Yeah. They're all exactly the same. You know what you're going to get when you go watch them, but you're always entertained and satisfied when it's done. Yeah. At least for me. You no, know, he's, like, he's a classic. Liam Neeson, we love him. Uh, he, he's got a huge dong as well. Does he? Apparently. I have a friend's mom that dated him. Really? Yeah, I'm going to have to ask her. Ask her. Yeah, I will. Let's I will. text her right now. How big is Liam's penis? <laughs> he's uh yeah, he's great. The gray it's crazy he's still just belting out action movies. He's gonna be on a walker soon. The gray is uh named after his pubes in this movie, which <laughs> he's really getting old, but he's still kicking ass and we love him. Number one song in America, We Found Love. We found love Rihanna. In a this was I love that song. Great song. It brings me back to some love that I had that time. Yeah. A little bit. Was it hopeless? I think it was. We, But it was, you know, we, we, we found it. Yeah. And then this song came out and then we broke up. So. Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. She's so cool. Jeggings. Those were jean leggings. Yeah. What the, what the hell? Yeah. I think Ninkovich. Once again, I'm going to go back to Ninkovich's uh, wardrobe. I, 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 I talked about it in one of our episodes. I saw him wearing some jeggings once and he said, that's how I wear them. And I was like, absolutely not. He needs to, needs to go back to lumberjack wearings here. Skecher shape ups. Remember that? Everyone thought they were going to get a butt because of the round curve of the sole of the Skecher. I don't remember these at all. I, yeah, I do. I was, I'm, I mean, I've been in that world. I think Brady used to wear some things like that. It wasn't a Skecher one, but it was like this, like a, a kangaroo brand huh. and like these moon shoes. I don't know. People, people put anything on their feet these days to feel like they're, they're doing something good for their body. Fedoras? Uh, never rocked a fedora. I can't pull it. Fedora, it's too much of a fashion risk. I think I wore one at the Kentucky Derby once. Yeah, but that's where you wear one. Yeah, I, I, I went to I went to a race in uh, Kentucky, and I did. The, I, w- I was at the uh, Keens Racetrack, and I was I was the only person there that didn't look like a villain in Django Unchained. Yeah, they I, really they dressed to the nines. They they dressed to the nines of yeah. of the South for sure. Oh, yeah. Very much so. This time in sports, Djokovic beats Nadal in the Australian Open. This was this was Charlie Sheen's winning year. Why? Why do you say that? Because this was the year Charlie Sheen started the winning. When he was like, I'm winning. He left two and a half men, 2012. I'm winning. Turned out he had HIV. So if your friends are really positive, check on... Look, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he told me he was crushing life. And I was like, you poor bastard. (laughs) It is true. Anytime things are going too well, there's always something that... That was was Charlie Sheen at the... I mean, Charlie Sheen, that guy, epic career. Two and a half men. Yeah. But he's had Spin a couple. City? He's had a couple downfalls. He'll, he'll like, always come back. He always comes back. Oh, he's, dude, Spin City was classic. Hot Shots, Hot Wall Major Street, League. Yeah, like we love Charlie. Love Charlie. What about uh? What Let's was get the Charlie one? Sheen on this show. What, Charlie, <laughs> what was come the on, one? dude? We love you. Money talks with Chris Tucker. That's a great. That's movie. a great movie. Chris Tucker. I ran miss him. the nineties. I miss him. Yeah, it's hard. Where did he, he was, go? He went. He went kind of. 
Rush Hour Money Talks and Friday, I mean, those were like... He like left for a while. I think he was born again or something. It's some it's some religious stuff. Hey, more power to you. More power to you. Yeah, well, less you. power to us. We don't get to see your movies. I know. Sorry, Chris. I'm sure you're doing great. Uh, end of the Iraq War. That's in, always in nice. 2011. War uh, ends. December, that's good. Kim Jong-il dies 2011. Gaddafi is killed. Bad time for dictators. Look at that. <laughs> dictators were dropping like later. flies. Gone. Wow. YOLO. YOLO. You only live once. Yeah. That was the Drake thing, right? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I said it a few times. Yeah, you got to say YOLO. Actually, I had a friend that got it tattooed in their lip. Really? Yeah. Damn. I don't know what she was thinking. That's not a good... That's not a good move. Nah, but I, it goes away. The, when you get the tattoo in the lip... Oh, really? It goes away in like six years or something. Oh, supposedly, really? Supposedly, yeah. Oh, that's smarter then. Yeah. That's where you do it. That's where you do it. You could get buried then. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're back in the Jewish cemetery. I didn't just, realize uh, that. Hey, man. We, hey. What were, so what were we doing on this day? This was 2012. What were you doing, Sam? I was, I looked it up. I was, uh, I think I was just started working the Comedy Cellar in New York City, which was was a big deal for me. Uh I was I was playing a club called Magoobie's uh, Joke House in, in Timonia, Maryland. Uh, when when you love God, God loves you back, guys. And uh, <laughs> I do remember that gig actually because terrible story, but also kind of. I remember the uh, I was opening for a great comic named Gary Goldman, who's you know many specials. He's got a great HBO special called the. Uh, the Great Depression, big Patriots fan, by the way. Oh, yeah. And I remember opening for him at the time, and the guy who ran the club, uh, it's horrible. His father passed away, so he gets on the mic to start the show, and he goes, uh, you know, he's a, a wreck because of his dad. He's calling from the back on the God mic going, uh, all right, you guys ready to start the show? Rowdy Baltimore crowd. Guys, quiet down. They keep going. Ah, ah. He's like, guys, please. He goes, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And then everyone's uncomfortable. He goes, sorry, my dad died. Come into the stage. That's how the show started. <laughs> and you had to follow that? Yeah. How'd you do? <laughs> Not well. It's a tough act It was to a good follow. weekend. Good that weekend. That is a tough. Yeah, anytime you get tragedy and you got to be funny crazy crazy but uh we pulled it out it, it, i've been back since it's a good club and uh and you were getting ready to play in the super bowl well i didn't technically play this one yeah That's well, ne neither did your whole team as the giants just destroyed you we, we they didn't destroy us it was close but the, they destroyed your your spirit spirit completely shit on yeah, Mario Manningham, dude. Sideline. That was beautiful. I was right there. Brandon Jacobs, just a force. Huge. Loved him, dude. And then... JPP? The old elastic. We always had a crazy defensive line, man. Yeah, dude. Um, the Giants' D was... That was like their... It was now. Spags, right? Who's their D coordinator? I think it was Spags. Spags. Yeah. Old Spags always mm. had the... He, he had this saying that, you know, I think was on the edge. Crush... Crash, crush, chase. Mm. So those defensive ends were always coming off that edge. So was uh no, yeah, it was Bagnola. Let's get into these teams. 2012 NFC Pro Bowl team. The coach, Mike McCarthy. Hmm. Packers. Packers at the time. Mm -hmm. He did win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers in 2009. Feeling a little heat these days over in Cowboy Land. Oh, yeah. That's a tough job. That is... That's got to be very tough. I so mean, so much pressure, but it's like you guys. It's been a while. Cowboys have that that pressure where they're like, "We're the Cowboys." I'm, yeah, but it's been it's been it's a been while. a long time. Yeah, it's it, it's been it, since Aikman and Emmett. It, I don't know politics, but this is what I think it's like. 
Is it kind of like QAnon? <laughs> well, no, he's the he's the president. Yeah. But the president really is just a puppet to other people, and that's really Jerry. Yeah. You know, like, because Jerry really runs the shots there. Like, if you're a head coach in cowboy land, yeah. like, you're not calling shots. Jerry's going to get on that phone and, and just say, hey, buddy, we're doing this. And you can't say a word about it because that's Jerry. Yeah. Is that any, did that have any? I think any? they need to do more cocaine. That seemed to be the secret of the success in the 90s. Bring back cocaine. Bring to back the, the, to the Cowboys. Yeah. Bring it back. Get Michael Irvin in there as a as a special cocaine coach. Good man. Oh my God. High energy. Phenomenal. High energy. I, I think we know why. Yeah. <laughs> Nine <laughs> players from the 49ers, my childhood team. They we I thought we were actually gonna play them. I was because we we won the AFC championship and we after the game we Who was their QB in twenty twelve? Cap. That was Caps. Cap. Oh my That's god. When Alex Smith went out. Cap came in, heroic. Cap, Smith had those tiny hands. Never trust a quarterback with small hands. Yeah, unless he's sending you a picture of his penis, because then the penis looks huge next to the little hands. But Ex otherwise, that's why you can't trust him. You can't trust him. You can't. They're liars. It's Eli didn't play in this game, but yeah. he was voted. Yeah, he was voted. All right, replaced by. He's also voted Super Bowl MVP. Thank you, Sam, for reminding me once again. Cam Newton was a rookie. That took his place on the Pro Bowl team. Yeah. Drew Brees, Larry Fitzgerald, Jimmy Graham, Clay Matthews. Matthews, another great football another, family. Yeah, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Man, this, this, he played for years. These are names. I mean, it's Pro Bowl. Yeah. AFC, they had uh, Gary Kubiak. Kubi. From the Texans. That's you remember, remember that year they came? I think we played them in the playoffs that they year. They were good that year. Yeah, they came and tried to play us, and the whole team wore Letterman jackets. Before the game, and like this is the National Football League. Yeah, dude, like, get that shit out of here. <laughs> we sat here and we saw them coming in you on guys, some. You guys wore Jay Leno jackets. You uh, just denim. That's all it was. I couldn't understand it. Yeah, I couldn't understand. Go ahead. Well, you fucked them up. Uh, nine players from the Patriots were there. None played because of the Super Bowl. Brady didn't play because uh, he was replaced by Andy Dalton, another rookie. A rookie. Wow. Uh, notable names: Big Ben, Rivers, Ray Lewis, Darrell Rivas, Von Miller. A lot. I mean, these are this. You're right. This is the Pro Bowl. These are legends, man. The game, 2012 Pro Bowl, 36 first time Pro Bowlers. Wow. And I couldn't have been one of them. Hmm. Too bad. Some bullshit. Things we remembered. Would you Would you have rather played in the Pro Bowl knowing you lost the Super Bowl, or would you rather have gone to the Super Bowl and like that builds character and stuff, or? You still got to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to go. It's fun. All right. It's a fun experience. <laughs> family gets to have a good... I mean, your family probably has a great time in Hawaii, too. I wouldn't know. Um, but the things we remember... I mean, Brandon Marshall had a record-setting performance. Record-setting. We also remember that it is the Pro Bowl, and defense is optional. <laughs> It as it was shown. Uh, as we said, Patriots and Niners led the league with nine pro bowlers each. No penalty for the celebration. Uh, that was back when celebrating was illegal. It, it, what a dumb rule that was. Players were literally getting CTE, and, and, and the front offices in the NFL were like, no dancing. Can you, what a bunch of assholes. It's no fun league. Unreal. They've gotten better. They've gotten better. Yeah. The league has gotten better. They've gotten better, but this was crazy. Yeah, you, they remember. How dare they not let them celebrate? Remember you the, just scored the bob and weave by the Rams back in the day. Yeah, the dirty bird by the Falcons. I always think of the beginning of basketball when the, you remember that you ever see basketball yeah. where the, it's like the long choreographed dance. You're like, oh, I want to see that in the NFL just once. It's just <laughs> everyone just doing like <laughs> river bit, dance, little bitch. 
Yeah. Squeak. A little bitch. Basketball is a, an underrated sports classic. Yeah, those guys are geniuses. They're geni And David Zucker wrote it from Airplane and oh, shit. And they are, and Matt Stone and Trey Parker, we love. Geniuses. Something we may not have known. The Pro Bowl has vastly different rules than in-season games. Some yeah. examples can't use... A 34 defense, you have to use a 43. There's no blitzing. I believe you have to, I think you have to play zone. I don't even think you can play man. Intentional grounding. I mean, what's the point of blitzing? I mean, they're not playing, you know. I don't know. I mean, back in the All Star games, back in like the 70s, Pete Rose took out a catcher and ended his career. <laughs> trying to avoid that. I guess we are. <laughs> but it's something that we'll always remember. Pete Rose also ended his own career by gambling on his team. But gambling is cool. Win bet. Win bet. Then one crazy rule, more than one forward pass thrown in the same play is allowed. I didn't get that. What does yeah. that even mean, Jack? Let me uh, get a number crunch on that. Roger Goodell, uh, speaking a week after the game, said, this is the kind of football we want to be demonstrating to our fans, and you heard it from the fans. The fans were actively booing in the stands. We're going to have to improve the quality of what we're doing in the Pro Bowl to consider other changes or even consider eliminating the game if that's the kind of quality game we're going to provide. I mean, yeah, it's it's an awesome performance for Brandon Marshall, but I think fans want to see it. Why have the game if there's not going to be defense? Defense is such a part of football. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a tradition. I'll give you tradition. that. I actually I like all like the all star things when they're doing the throw comps. I mean, they used to have the fastest man. They they'd have. Uh, I love that's my favorite. Like the See, my, obstacle drills. My favorite part of NBA All Star Weekend was never the game. It was like the three point contest. The dunk. The dunk. Well, yeah. Not anymore. Dunk I love the skills, is, dude. Dunk contest has fallen off, but three point contest is still pretty those guys. Dumb. Yeah. Can we get the dunk on the first dunk? I hate it. You what should only get doing? one dunk. How many? How many chances are we going to give them? I don't know. Jesus about Christ! As but back you get as many chances to dunk as a woman will give Chris Brown, apparently. <laughs> and let's go to the segment, the gaming corner. Yeah. Presented by WinBet. Some of the relevant betting lines of this game. Who? How much of a gambling problem do you have to have to bet on the Pro Bowl? It's. <laughs> Jack, did you have you ever betted on a Pro Bowl? I've only done over unders. I will never take a side. <laughs> I'm a hey, full transparency. <laughs> Respect. The spread was NFC minus four. That's probably because we had nine Patriots in the Super Bowl that game. Wow. They lost that one. The over and they, under they was were, 70. They were busy losing a much more significant game. Yes, they were. So, Samuel. <laughs> Over That's what my mom says when she's mad at me, too. She goes, Samuel. Over and under was 72. Yeah. What was the final score of this? I think that went over. Wow. 59 to 41. Yeah. yeah, it's tough, but I, I'm excited to hear. I want to hear the inside stories from, from Brandon about this so many stars in one place that's kind of to me the cool thing about the yeah, bubble that's that's what that's what'll be the huge thing but let's get back to our prop bet each week every week during the interview we come up with something that we have to either say a certain amount of times have our interviewee say a certain amount of times or flub someone up with certain amount of something or we got to come up with that prop bet. What, what well, do you? Well, I think th I think we got a good one for both of us this week. For you, how many times can you mention that you played in the Super Bowl that year? How many times can you mention that during the interview? Do you think? I mean, I don't want to be an asshole, but I'll go three. Three. All I'll right. go three. I'm a new. So, and then for me, it's how many times can I say aloha? 
because of Hawaii. All right. I think I could pull it off four times. You have to, because after a good play, you'd be like, Aloha! Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to hit four on Aloha. I'm going to hit three. We'll see. I'm yeah. taking the over on both. Actually, I'm going to take the over on yours. So you're going right. to have to say it five. <sighs> okay. I could do I'm it. I'm going to have to say it four. Well, Aloha means hello and goodbye. I can say it twice there. I'm strategizing here. It's like Shalom. It is like Shalom. A hello and a goodbye. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're going to hear from Brandon Marshall right after this. But before that, let's take a quick break. And we are joined here with my brother from another mother, six foot five, 220 pounds. Hey, listen, yeah, in shape, in shape, lean, in shape, lean. looking like a tight end. This guy right here who, who's coming on to our podcast, Brandon Marshall, had a 13-year career. Yeah. He had 970 receptions, 970, 12,371 receiving yards. The craziest thing is he had 83 touchdowns. Insane. Insane. 83 touchdowns. Couple all pros, six time yeah. pro bowler. That's why we were actually talking to him because we were going to discuss that MVP performance at uh, the Aloha Honolulu Pro Bowl. Oh, wow. That's what we're here to talk about. This is the game with the name, baby. This is the game that we're talking about. You chose this one. This is a shocker. Br- you didn't want to choose the. How, you know how many Super Bowls I played in? You, you want to pick the Pro Bowl game over the Super Bowl games? Well, Brandon, you know, I didn't, you know, it's tough to, how many playoff games and Super Bowls did you play in? Oh, let me Google it. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. (laughs) This guy right here, my my guy right here, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. He was a beast. I saw him firsthand demolish my team in 2009, I think. He had like 13, 15 catches, two touchdowns on Lee Bodden, I think. Was it Lee Bodden? Hmm. I don't even know, bro. You don't need to see. That's how good he is. He doesn't even know. But uh, we're joined here with Brandon Marshall to talk about that 2012 Pro Bowl where you just went absolutely bananas in the game. What is Pro Bowl week like? I've never been to a Pro Bowl. I was never that good. You know, I, I don't know anything about it. What's the Pro Bowl week like? Well, first, before we jump into this Pro Bowl game, like, tell me about this. What is this? Games with names and a set? Like, where are you guys in? You got WinBet back there? They gave y'all the bag? Is, like, this what's, is definitely what's... presented by WinBet. This is games with names. We take we take the hottest games, important games with big names, games that you can name. I mean, the, the names are the people in the games, and the, the games have names. Yo, this is so dope. Like, is this like a, a set, a bar? Like, where are you guys? We are in uh, Chinatown. We're in Chinatown in New York. Yeah. Wow. Dope. This is super dope. I love it. Look. Anyway, so we're going to pick this. Uh, I- I'm still disappointed that you chose this Pro Bowl game. It's a, it was a dope game. We're going to get into it. I have a lot to discuss. But we we could have chosen, you know, all those playoff games in, in, in those couple Super Bowls Brandon, that I played Bra- in. Brandon. Yeah. Y- y- you didn't play in a playoff game. Really? See, sure? th- this is this is the shit we talk about, you know, yeah. like we get a lot of hits to the head. You forget a lot of things. Damn. He doesn't understand the football thing. Like you, t- he's t- he had 970 catches. That's, and and you know big he dude is taking he's a hits. big guy. He can't even remember he'd ever played in a ah! fucking playoff game. He doesn't hey, even wrong, remember. You talk about you talk about games with names. Let's, let, we should, that's what we should be talking about. All them damn games I didn't play in. 
That's what I'm. That's what I'm upset about. No, this is a this is a cool game. Nine hundred and seventy games and eighty three touchdowns. Oh, da, 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 da. I never played in a playoff game, Jay. Ever. That's a problem. Yeah, I never played in a Pro Bowl. That's why this is like a really okay. right, t- interesting one to me because I just I'm I, I'm, I'm inter- I, I don't know what it, what goes on there. What goes on, Brandon? How many Pro right, Bowls so- w- would you uh, trade for a Super Bowl appearance? Six-time Pro Bowler. So, so yeah, six-time Pro Bowler. You Two-time All-Pro. I'll be honest with you. Now you now you enter in, enter into the debate of would you rather take you know a Hall of Fame career or a Super Bowl, right? And 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 I'll be honest, right? I think at the end of the day, when you walk away from the game, the most important thing is the relationship with the guys. Right. Like Jules, we never played uh, together I mean, we never were teammates, but he was my all time favorite uh, wide receiver in the game. One of my top five players that I've ever played against. Or to me, you know, when I look back at the 13 years I played in the league, I look at like dudes that I love. Jules is top five for sure. And I told him that back in 2000 and like 11 and 2012, I walked up to him, and asked him for his jersey. Jules was nobody at, at the time I did this. Jules was nobody for real. Right. And I, I just saw this dude playing punt return, kick return, playing defense, playing wide receiver. He had this damn this the tenacity about him. College so, quarterback, too. Right. That's right. But look at the bond we, we we've been able to 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 make and establish since that moment. And now I'm being, you know, teammates on inside the NFL. So the relationship's the most important part. Now it's it's over. You know, I'm 38. Jules is what? How are you? 36 or 37? I'll be uh 36 here soon. So he's 35. Jules is young, bro. Like, I got my body. I feel good. Jules don't think I got my mind. I still got my mind. And then also, I'm able to take care of my family. So I, I if I'm being honest, I'm going to take the career over the Super Bowl because, you know, I think that I was in position to take care of my mom and my brothers and my sisters, you know, take care of myself, create generational wealth. It's extremely tough as a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm the only one that sit around Jules and those guys and, they, and they're like, ah, you never made a playoff. You never made a playoff. So I have to eat that for the rest of my life. But at least I'm eat, eating that with, you know, lobster and steak, baby. But you never went to the playoffs, but you did win an MVP at the Pro Bowl, which is Look, impressive, Brandon. This is impressive. Game. Four tugs? Four right. tugs in a game that no one tries in? I mean, like this is insane. <laughs> So here's the deal. Let me tell you about the Pro Bowl, Jules. The Pro Bowl is dope because, you know, I just remember every year sitting around, you know, right around week 10 or so, you see all the fan votes coming in, and then you start seeing, the, you know, hearing the chatter, you know, if you made it or not, if you're alternate. And I think guys enjoy that moment because it's really, again, getting that respect from your peers, those relationships around the league, people, you have coaches – Defensive coordinators have other players saying this guy is good. And um, I think that's the ultimate sign of respect is when you get those type of nods in any sport uh, from your peers. Right. So that's what's cool about the Pro Bowl. What, what else is cool about the Pro, the, uh, the Pro Bowl? Excuse me. What else is cool about the, 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 the Pro Bowl? The first Pro Bowl or two, you get an opportunity to, you Small know, flex. show your appreciation to the people that help you get there, right? That's that's the coolest thing about it, right? I remember my first Pro Bowl, I brought 30 people out there. 
You know, I took the money that I made from the Pro Bowl and I said, I'm going to invest that in bringing the people out that helped me get there. My college wide receiver coach, my little league, you know, mentor and coach and, and trainer throughout high school. You know, my mom and dad, you know, my uh, couple of my, my teammates, couple of my coaches. And the first night we were there, we went to dinner and I went around the table and I just told everybody, I said, thank you, because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be right here, literally right here um, in Hawaii. So that's the coolest part. And then also what's ex extremely cool is being at that hotel. And it's just this private hotel where you have all of these legends sitting poolside, drinking Mai Tais, eating chicken wings, and all the banter is unbelievable. Peyton Manning, that's when I fell in love with Peyton Manning. You know, Peyton Manning is that guy as far as Pro Bowl. He runs everything. There's no NFL or no, uh, um, you know, there's no Players Association running anything. It is Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning goes out there. He's running the meetings. He's He, he goes up there, does an hour skit. It's unbelievable. He's doing um, characters? Say that again. Peyton's doing like characters by the pool. He, so what? Kate, so the, the first night you get there, the first night you get there, um, everybody comes together. So you have the AFC and the NFC. Back in the day, it was the AFC NFC coming together. Now it's mixed, and I and I had an opportunity to do both uh, formats in the Pro Bowl. So now you have everybody there. Another you know, Ray Lewis is sitting over here. You know, you have all these other quarterbacks, excluding Tom Brady. I don't know why the hell doesn't Tom Brady go to Pro Bowls, bro? Is he is he better than everybody? What is no, he doing? No, he's, he's usually something. playing in a Super Bowl. Uh -huh. You don't go to you don't, you don't go to the Pro Bowl if you play in Super Bowls, Brandon. I you know it's. There was I'm a couple. He went to ten. He's been to ten. Hey, there was a couple years. <laughs> You're a jerk. He's been to ten. <laughs> there was a couple years where you guys didn't make a Super Bowl, and he opted out of going to a Pro Bowl. But anyways, all these quarterbacks are there, excluding Tom Brady, because he thinks he's better than everybody. No, I love Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Um, but And he goes around, he just makes fun of every, everyone, man. And, and it's pretty cool. He makes, a fun, he makes fun of the commissioner. He makes fun of Ray Lewis. He makes fun of, you know, Brett Favre. And, and, and that really sets Did the Did he make fun of you? Why well, I didn't have a big enough name. My all-time Peyton Manning story at the Pro Bowl is this. And it was, this is the reason why... I went so hard in the game that you want to talk about today. My very first Pro Bowl, playing uh, 2000, I want to say it's 2000, 2000, 2008. My first year I was a rookie, had around 30 catches. I was trash. Um, my second year, I should have made the Pro Bowl, but then they put uh, Ocho Cinco in a, a hit of me. You know, they always make you wait a year, right? So I had like 1,300 yards. Ocho had like 900-something yards, but he had the bigger name, so they put Ocho in. My third year, I get it done. We get there. It's Jay Cutler's first year. We are number two in offense, number one in offense the entire year, number two in offense, you know, uh, at the end because Drew Brees, the very last game, through this last play of the game, did something crazy, and they end up beating us by a couple yards or whatever. So we're, we're, we're young. Um, we're crushing it. We get the Pro Bowl nod together. How do you find out you there. get the Pro Bowl? How do you, how do they tell you you made it? So it's it's like this uh, on you know you're watching ESPN right and and they literally go they go through this little you know program this little broadcast where it's like at the wide receiver position now you have Reggie Wayne and you have uh, Antonio Gates at tight end and blah 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 so you're watching it but 
What happens is when you get a little older, the teams will come to you. So you'll have you know, like a Patrick Smythe, who's head of PR for the Denver Broncos, walk up to you and be like, hey, B, you made it. Hell, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Right. So, so that's how you know. But um, <clears throat> this first Pro Bowl, I'm out there and uh, you have Peyton Manning. You know, it's Peyton Manning, bro. I'm sitting in there. You're sitting in there with Peyton Manning. You're sitting there with Ray Lewis. I mean, what other legends did we have back then? You have Troy Polamalu. You have freaking Ed Reed. I mean, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger didn't make it that year. I don't think think he did. No, he was was there. I think he threw you a touchdown. The first Pro Bowl, bro. We're still not at the the games with names yet, bro. You know, you made so many, I lose count. Yeah, we're not not at the games. It's hard, bro. So anyways, I go out there and I'm out of shape, right? I'm probably, I'm not 220 like Jules said um, earlier in the show. I'm actually like 240, 242. This is the first time in my career that like my metabolism changed and, you know, eating chicken and McDonald's every day, you know, uh, start really affecting me. Right. Like before I can eat. I could have told you that, by the way, that's, that's terrible for you. Well, no, see, they the made a movie supersize me. It's, it's horrible for you. Yeah, no, bro. But here's the thing. I made the pro bowl off of that diet. Okay. That's a, so, that's incredible. That's, that's the documentary. Every, every day, every day after practice, cause I was single, you know, I would go home, stop right there at the McDonald's. I'll get two spicy chicken sandwiches and a triple thick chocolate milkshake. Oh my God. So we got that boom. And, and so what's your wait, wait, all wait, season. Is that McDonald's? You said that's yeah, that's McDonald's triple thick chocolate milkshake. You never had one, bro. No, but you, you get the spicy chicken there. Yeah. The spicy chicken was awesome. What are, you never had the spicy just chicken. Just the mayo and the lettuce. Just mayo and lettuce, yeah, right? You know, look, he knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. I did the Wendy's <laughs> spicy chicken. I didn't know that was a McDonald's. Wendy's office. got a great chicken. They got a good sandwich. spicy chicken. Come on, let's get to the games with names. Come on, y'all, 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 y'all. So long winded. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, anyways, look, I'm out of shape, basically. You know, that off season, I took a month off. You know, you have this month off before the Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl, like what Jules said. Nobody's really playing out there, so I'm chilling, and uh, I balloon up to like 242 or whatnot. I couldn't move. And then so I go out there, Jules, and we had this little dart route. So a dart route is not a slant. A slant is like take three steps and then you one come step. across the middle. Dart is one right? step. A dart is one step and then you come to the middle and he's going to hit you. And you can make big gains off of that. So Peyton Manning loved these dart routes when you get down in the red zone. So Free I'm access. out there with Peyton Manning. And in my head, I'm like, yo, this is a this is a pitcher. This is a pitcher moment, a photo moment. So I need to go out there. I want to score this touchdown. I can, I'm going to be able to tell my kids that Peyton Manning threw Brandon Marshall a touchdown. So we're out there. We have this amazing drive. I didn't contribute to the drive, by the way, but I'm out there in the red zone. They put the big boy in. So he, he audibles, he throws the one yard dart, the one step dart, and I dropped it. Bro, when I tell you Peyton Manning gave me the death stare, bro, like it shook, it shook my whole Pro Bowl approach and, 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 and experience, man. Like he looked at me. And I was like, holy shit, this is real, right? Because Peyton Manning, like, all the, there was other cats out there not really playing. Peyton Manning, when he came out there, he, he wanted to win. You talk about the ultimate competitor. So he stared at me from that, from the one-yard line all the way to the sideline, bro, in the Pro Bowl. Like, I will never throw you the ball again, that type of look. Wow. I get to the sideline, Jay Cutler sits next to me. I'm, I got my head down, young, right? And he's like, holy shit, you just pissed off. Peyton Manning. He's never going to throw you a ball again. 
<laughs> so, anyways, that so did moment, Peyton Manning? Did Peyton Manning was he probably the the reason why you didn't go to the playoffs? He probably told all the playoff contending teams, "Do not have this guy on your team. He might drop a dart route." Is it no, Peyton Manning's fault you didn't go to the playoffs? No, no. It, 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 yes, not because of that, but because we were playing actually really good teams. You guys, man, look at y'all's schedule. Look at the Patriots schedule. Y'all didn't play. There was some of those those runs y'all went on. Y'all didn't. Y'all, yeah, hey, Brandon, come on, do you know how the schedule is made? I know. I'm just messing around. So you, the schedule is made. If, <laughs> if you are the number one team in your division, you play all the other number one division teams. So you're playing all the first place teams, and then you play a different – I don't know. I'm, I'm just explaining the schedule. No, it's, no, it's not. That's not how it's done. That's exactly how it goes. Did you ever, do you ever talk about this moment with Peyton later? I, I have not spoken to Peyton about this. I saw him a couple months ago uh, – snowboarding and we had a, a beer together up in Bell, Colorado. His head is so big. He had this big ass helmet on. How messed Snow- up would that be if he tossed you a beer and you dropped it and he was just like, never again, dude, <laughs> never again. See, hey, listen, listen, you, one thing, one of the things that we have to understand about these ultimate competitors, I would put Jules in there. Um, Julian Edelman as an ultimate competitor, you know, but like talking about some of these goats when, at the quarterback position, whether it's Tom Brady, it's Peyton Manning. They remember everything. Right. Like whether it's in practice, you know, well, they're not getting hit room. as hard as you guys are. <laughs> Listen, don't let these football players give you an excuse. Some of them just need to sit down and get some help and talk to somebody. <laughs> but 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 look, no, they're not getting hit as hard as, as we are. But at the end of the day, they, they 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 remember everything. So I'm sure Peyton Manning remembers that if I would have dropped that beer, I'm sure it would have came up. If he throw me a beer, you know, after skiing, <laughs> snowboarding and I drop it. I'm sure it'll come up in discussion, but that's the reason why that moment is the reason why I started training after I uh, got knocked out of the regular season, tough season. So I had a month to train right while I was watching Jules catch touchdowns and become the greatest wide receiver in playoff history. You know, I'm out there watching and then I'm like, Oh shit, let me go get a run in. Cause I got the pro bowl. Right. <laughs> So that was the reason why. So now you fast forward to this moment. I think I was playing for the Miami Dolphins. What year was that, uh, Jules? 2012. 2012. So 2012. And what ended up happening is, you know, I, you know, I think uh, a lot of guys that really want it, they're searching for something great, right? They're searching for legacy. They're searching for their names to be uh, sketched somewhere in, in football history or basketball history. And um, for me, you know, uh, it is it is tough. If I'm being honest, I I I, I have to, I, I'm learning to live with not making the playoffs. I'm learning to live with never ever competing in a Super Bowl. As an athlete, as a competitor, all you want is a chance. That's all I ever wanted was a chance to get there. So for me, it's like, okay, who am I as an individual? I want to be one of the greatest wide receivers, right? When you talk about you know me and my place as a selfish player but as a team what do I want to accomplish I would love you know some of my team goals was of course Super Bowl multiple Super Bowls right and then also I looked at these quarterback wide receiver duos I wanted to be you know the next uh uh Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison like I studied them right I looked at their stats I have this beautiful picture of Jay Cutler and I after our first touchdown and our heads are together and I said okay well, now we have a hundred and a hundred and twenty more and basically before that game, our very first touchdown, I walked up to him. I said, yo, let's go crush Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, what they've been able to do as a dynamic duo, right? Playing against Seattle, I think it was like Sunday night football, Monday night football. 
77-yard touchdown, boom, come together in the end zone, and we shared this moment. It's this beautiful picture. It's a beautiful painting. So anyways, I walk into the stadium that year, all right? I'm in Hawaii and, and knocked out of the playoffs again. Aloha Stadium. Oh, my goodness. Aloha Stadium. A lot of uh, greats was there. And another cool story is I actually was the MVP of the Hula Bowl my senior year in college. Yeah, so it's like Hawaii's always been a special 2006, place. 2006, 11 passes was for 210 yards, three touchdowns at Aloha Ooh. Stadium? You look, 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 Aloha look, Stadium. Look, you did your work. Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? I, I just, I just, that just popped up in my head. <laughs> I, you didn't remember that? You didn't remember that? Oh, I remember. The Aloha Bowl? Keep going. Keep going. So, I'm sorry so, for interrupting. So I walk into the stadium pregame. I don't, I mean, I didn't even walk in the locker room yet. And I look up. And they have all these other MVPs up there. So if you actually do a quick search, maybe Jay right now or someone out there, I know Sam might be somewhere behind the screen, all the MVPs of the Pro Bowl. But I look up and you see Jerry Rice. I think you may have seen Chris Carter, you know, maybe a John Elway or something. I'm like, oh, my goodness, those are legends. I said, I want that. So I walked in, I saw that, and I, you know, went through that month of training because I didn't want uh, Peyton Manning or whoever to look at me like that again. And I went up to Coach Coobs, who was our, our head coach. Coach Coobs at the time was uh, at the Houston Texans. And, and their coaching staff, you know, were coaches for the Pro Bowl. And I said, hey, Coach Coobs, you know, I, I'm going to go get MVP. He said, okay, I got you. And so what, what we were doing is I go out there. He's like, hey, B, you want to come run this double route? I was like, yeah, no problem. Hey, B, you want this go route? Yep, no problem. Hey, B, you want this fade route? Yep, no problem. And it was just a magical moment. You know, even there was one catch, if you look at it, it was like tipped three, four times. Yeah. I'm laying on the ground. I kick it up. It was like the, it was like a, a poor man's Julian Edelman Super Bowl <laughs> catch, right? Like, but it was dope, right? It was one of those moments, like, how the hell did that happen? It's magical. And um, so it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but, but the biggest takeaway from that is, like, when you lock in, when you say I'm going to do something, right, you have a better chance of doing it, right? Like, if you say it, you write it down, you believe it, you have a good chance of, of, of doing it. And it's all about mindset. It's all about, you know, um, how you approach things. You got to be positive. You know, the same thing, like Jules talked about, you know, there's been a couple of games where I had uh, 10 catches, 15 catches, 18 catches, 21 catches. My greatest game ever, you know, uh, not, well, this is the greatest game ever because we're on games with names, but uh, a legendary game playing against the Colts, I had 21 catches. And I go out there right before the game. I walk up to Michael Smith, who was on ESPN at the time. I'm like, hey, now he's at Paramount Plus. I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, Mike, I'm letting you know right now that this is going to be the best game that I've ever played. And then I go out there and have 21 catches. So I say that to say this is like. You should have said I, that every week. Damn, you're right. That would have been crazy. Dang. I this guy's averaging 21 Bowl. catches a game. I might have been in the Super Bowl if I said it every week. Dude. I, I just figured out you could be like Jesus. Whatever you think happens. Wow. I, I You know what? I want to be right there sitting next to you guys. I'm going to zoom in I, the zoom. I don't know if you can, man. You'd steal all our thunder with that cool hat. Oh, so you yeah. don't want me to do it? All right, I'll stay right here. Then you're out. Do you, you, do you, do you remember who threw you the, the touchdowns in the Pro Bowl? You had three of them. Do you remember who hit you? Andy Dalton. Yeah. You have... Uh, you are you are you guys already cheated. You said Ben Roethlisberger, and uh, um, damn the other quarterback. So Andy Dalton, 
then Roethlisberger, and then you had um, was it was it Philip Rivers? Oh, three P. It was Philip Rivers. It was Philip Rivers. Wow, wow, yeah, that's well, I, dang. Who was the baddest dude there that you when you was it that that's not a quarterback? Who was like a guy there that was like that's a guy as far as ball player swag, how he held himself. Who was the guy that you're like, yeah, he's here. He's him. He's definitely him. I mean, it would have been Tom Brady if he showed up and and didn't think that he was better than all of us. But um, since he didn't show up, I would have to go with, I mean, Peyton Manning. I I said no quarterback, Brandon, no quarter, like like, athletically, like team Um, guy, another guy. You know, I barely listen. You know, I barely listen. Um, Look, um, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, one of our teammates, right, inside the NFL. He does I mean, there's so many guys energy. out there. Um, I mean, you're out there with the legends. I mean, Adrian Peterson. You're out there with Darrell Revis. You're out there with, you know, Troy Palomalu was cool. Didn't say anything. Um, you know, Ed Reed was super cool. You know, Bob Sanders, some of those guys I don't even remember. You know, all of the wide receivers. That's the cool part, too, as a wide receiver. Now you're – you're out there and you're seeing Reggie Wayne. You're seeing, you know, Ocho Cinco. Um, you're seeing Terrell Owens and uh, all those guys and how they approach things. But if I had to pick one guy, I would say it's Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, um, I, 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 I understand why they won. He won two Super Bowls. I understand why he's Ray Lewis. Um, that same year, that first Super Bowl, like guys don't really want to play. Right. Ray Lewis comes in the locker room right before the game, that first Pro Bowl. And he has his pads flipped up. He has like his little turf shoes on, no cleats. So we're thinking he's going to actually pull his pad, his, his, his jersey down, put his cleats on later and come join the join the guys. So we've got Jay Cutler and I standing around and he brings everybody up. And it's the Pro Bowl. We're like, bro, we're just going to go out there and just run through, you know, the, go through the motions. He's like, hey, we're not doing this. And he gave us this passionate, this unbelievable uh, speech. And it's like, it's the Pro Bowl. But he, he, he made all of us, you know, feel like we can run through the wall. Jay and I looked at each other like, holy shit, let's go play football. Right? We're like at the Pro Bowl. Right? And um, Ray Lewis never ended up playing. Um, he did that because he wanted all of us young boys to go out there and uh, win the game so they can get, you know, an extra $20,000. So the loser at that time got 40000 The winner got 60000 So and Ray Lewis took – 37 people out there. You want to win this. Yeah, but, but, but look, at the end of the day, you know, look, the 40000 would have covered that, right? Like the 40000 I budgeted for the loss. Like the 40000 would have covered that. I was going out there to have a good time. It wasn't even about the game. But that's what made Ray Lewis so special is like, he's like, no, I needed that extra twenty. So what he did is – he tapped into that Ray Lewis coming out and the raw, raw speeches and all war of that. Dance. Did he do a war dance? Oh, I, absolutely. He did the war absolutely. dance. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I got to get my, my hair right, man. How's my hair? I'm going to put my hat back on. Can y'all see me? Where are you guys at? We you guys are frozen. We can't, we're frozen? Yeah. Yeah, but we're still recording. Hey, you got to right, battle through the elements. We play herd over here, baby. Um. Any fun, like, nighttime stories? Was anyone, like, acting a fool out there? Anyone hammered or anything like that? Absolutely. I mean, you, you, I mean, you had guys, like, um, showing up uh, uh, drunk to the practices. Um, 
I was one of those guys, man. Like every time I went over, I had my lady with me. So I wasn't out and about like that. And I, and, and the reality, the night, the, the, the nightlife over there during that time, it wasn't cool. Like I went out one time with my family and it was so lame and boring, which said a lot about the guys that was going out. I was like, man, you guys are so desperate. You're going to these bars, these clubs. Are you kidding me? But yeah, you had guys, like, I mean, half the team uh, coming to those practices uh, smelling like uh, liquor and drunk. I mean, they had a good time and that's what it was about. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, so you you go off. Any perks coming from being selected MVP in this game? Ooh, yeah. I still have the car. Ooh. Yeah, what kind of got, car? Uh, well, you got a, a car? It's a Tahoe. Yeah, Is we got he- a Tahoe, you know, and I gave it to my mom. You know, it was awesome at the time, right? Because I, I, I think I was still on my first contract. Yeah, the MVP of the Pro Bowl back then got a car. And now, do so you have got- to pay taxes on that car? Absolutely. Wow. So technically, it's not free. Yeah, it's not free. No. But hey, listen, I saved what forty something thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. So I was able to give my mom this 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 Tahoe, and um, it was good because I wasn't on. No, yes, I was. I just signed my first big deal, and um, you know she needed a car, and, uh, and and I was able to just give her that. And, and that was the hottest thing out from an SUV standpoint at the time. Um, now we're, what, 10 years later, 11 years later, my sister's driving that car. It's It probably has about it. 50 more miles left in it. Jules, you were a Super Bowl MVP. Did, they, did you get a car or anything for that or no? No, they give you a, they give you like a metal ball. That's pretty much it. I'll Wait, take that, though. Like That's a good question for me, cool. Jay. Would I take the metal <laughs> ball or the Tahoe? I'll take the metal ball. Wait, uh, our boy Jack has so. What do you got, Jack? Looks like as of 2019, Pro Bowl MVPs were getting a Genesis G70. So they they went from Tahoe to Genesis. They just mm. they just went to Genesis. Little wow. uh, fun fact from our boy Jack. I like Genesis. Maybe Genesis will come in and and partner with uh, uh, games with names. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, like that's it. what a true professional the man who developed. I am athlete. What else? What do we? What do we just develop? House of Athlete. Yep. This guy just entrepreneur, stud, fashion icon, Ooh. hair icon, Ooh. and business extraordinaire. Ooh. Brandon, can you name? This is games with names. Can you name the name of every quarterback you played with? Nope. <laughs> it was like 17 bro 18. a lot we got a lot let me do let me try let me just try yeah try when you say play what you mean threw me the ball well it, it, we pro bowl aside we'll say okay so uh year one you had we had jake the snake plumber you had i liked jake, plumber jay cutler mm-hmm. you had um cal orton and then there was a couple guys that, you know, when guys went down and we had like two guys, there's, a, there's two more quarter, uh, Chris Sims. Um, you dude. caught a ball from a semi? Yeah, baby. Every, but every morning, every morning, uh, Chris Sims and I would, would be in the facility like six in the morning, um, you know, in the training room, or not in the training room, but in the weight room, in the indoor uh, by ourselves. And, you know, I'll run a couple, I'll run like two miles. Um, I'll do my little lift and then he'll be doing his thing and then we'll go into the indoor 
and he'll throw me a bunch of balls. But it was more so for him because he was coming back from this like spleen injury, this big injury. And so he's trying to get his core back right. So he'll be throwing me balls from like a Bosey ball, standing on balls, throwing stuff. So we did that every morning that entire year. But anyways, Cal Orton went down um, uh, right before the Redskins game. He came in. I think he may have threw me like two touchdowns, I, I, I want to say. But, um, you know, you have him. And then there's another quarterback uh, uh, that threw me a ball in my Denver days. I forget his name, but there was another guy. So let, let, we're going to count that as a, a win. Um, then I get to the Miami Dolphins. You have Chad Pennington. You had Chad Henning. You had Matt Moore. You had Tyler Thigpen. I believe those were the guys that threw me a ball. Um, then let's get to the Chicago Bears. You had uh, Jason Campbell. You had uh, Josh McCown, Jay Cutler again. We put the band back together. And um, you had Clawson, Jimmy Clawson. Clawson. Yep, we had old Jimmy. Yep, Notre Dame. <laughs> and um, – I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think that was it. I think that was it uh, for the Chicago Bears. Um, and then I move on to the Jets. You had Geno Smith. You had my my the, my favorite of all time, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He threw me a ball. And um, <clears throat> what, what made we, him your favorite? Um, because like I said earlier, as a player, you just want an opportunity to 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 be in position to win. You just want an opportunity. And he gave us the best opportunity. He, I mean, really couldn't – he didn't have – you don't know Ryan Fitzpatrick for his arm. Actually, we, we look at his arm and be like, oh, my goodness, you know, how is he in the NFL? Most people think that, right? A lot of people think that. Um, it's crazy because he's actually gotten better as a he, – he got better as a thrower, you know, his last five years of like a – 17, 18 year career is crazy, but um, he just put us in position, man. Like the way we communicated, the way he led the team, he met everybody where they're at. Everybody loved them. Everybody rallied behind them. You know, I, my quarterback's experience was up and down. I just named, look how many quarterbacks I named before I got to Ryan Fitzpatrick. So we talk about quarterbacks leading the way. You talk about quarterbacks sitting down with Eric Decker and saying, Eric Decker, this is how we're going to get you involved in. You know, you're my guy. This is my package for you. Sending over little clips all day, at night, voice memos. Hey, this is what we're going to do. Hey, Brandon, we're playing against the Patriots. Every time you have your left foot up, they're going to play like this. So this is what I want you to do this week, right? And if I pat on my head, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then we go out there and we smoke jewels and, and, and them boys, right? So, um, you know, he, he was that guy. He That's why I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. He's one of my all-time uh, favorite teammates, one of my all-time favorite people in the, in the whole wide world. You want me to keep going? I think that was it. You had Russell Wilson, you had Eli Manning, um, and I think that was it. Then I went to, to New Orleans. I had a, a cup of tea uh, in New Orleans. Uh, with Drew Brees, Coach Payton, uh, thinking that I was going to go to the playoffs for the very first time, right? So there's actually uh fun fact here. <clears throat> so 2018, I'm playing for the Seattle Seahawks. It's not going well, still beat up a little bit. Get to the trade deadline. Coach Carroll brings me in the office like, hey, B, we got to cut you, man. Ain't working out. But don't be surprised if you go to New England, we, you know, we, you know, they should be calling you. You know, we, we thought we were going to trade you to New England. I think they wanted me to potentially come in and play tight end or whatnot. Um, so I'm like, all right, cool. That might be a good landing spot. And um, 
I end up waiting a, a week, two weeks go by. <laughs> New England never called. <laughs> oh my God. You would have won a Super Bowl. You would have won a Super Bowl that year, Brandon. That's the year I won a Super Bowl? Yeah, we won a Super Bowl that year. Oh my Damn. goodness. Oh my goodness. So, anyways, I get to New Orleans. I call uh I call uh Bill Parcells. I'm like, Bill, can you just get me a tryout? I know Coach Payton. So, anyways, I I actually go to Detroit with your guy, um, Coach Patricia. Matt Patricia. And um, I'm like, it's over. This is year 13. I'm like, shit, man, it's over. You know, I'm 30 catches away from a thousand, you know, a couple catches away from a hundred touchdowns. Never been to the playoffs. You know, I'm tired of watching the Super Bowl. I think you got to make a comeback. Bro, it's been three years. If you make a comeback, I'll make a comeback. (laughs) <laughs> all right you sure? deal maybe maybe you sure? the giants you you only with the giants for one year man you only played five games i, I, I say you come to back go to, to the, the playoffs no, we can figure it out daniel jones can figure it out daniel jones oh i like brian dayball hey dayball's a, we yeah we like brian dayball but i i, I think if, if if i was to make a comeback i'm going to denver i'm gonna play with russell wilson i like for sure for sure what but anyway Huh? Who? You had J.P. Lossman that you forgot, Patrick Ramsey, and Bryce Petty. J.P. Oh Lossman. Goodness. Remember him? Oh. He was with the Buffalo Bills, right? Poor Bryce. Time. Yes. Yeah. Poor Bryce Petty. Unbelievable. Poor Bryce Petty. Could, Brandon, mm-hmm. if you could have played with any quarterback, who would it be? So, I, I mean, I think everybody want to play with Tom Brady. You know, I, I think Tom Brady would be at the top, right? Um, you know, I just love how – you know, he's always going to do his best for the team. You know, it seems like he meets guys where they're at. You know, guys love him. Um, I mean, even now, I've, I've only been around him a handful of times. But if I message him, he'll message back. I do have a legendary story about Tom Brady, <clears throat> you know, maybe if I can share later. <clears throat> but um, he's just an awesome guy. And um, so, and then, and then he's the GOAT. So I would go What's with What's this legendary story yeah, we about hear this Tom story. Brady? Tell oh, us, so the, 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 the day I asked you for your jersey, you guys came to Miami, and I walked up to you, and I asked for your jersey, but I also asked for Tom Brady's jersey, right? And uh, Tom was basically like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can give it to you, but, you know, uh, you know, Bill and the guys, they don't like us exchanging jerseys after the game. I'm going to have to send it to you. I'm going to go inside, and I'll give it to our equipment manager. Um, and, and then we'll have it sent to you. I was like, man, I, I know, but I need the game worn. Don't send me no bullshit, Tom. Like, I don't want, you know, something that isn't game worn. I want this one. He said, no, I got you. I got you, B. Right. And at the time, like, you know, I'm not that guy. You know, I, I may be top five, top six receiver at the time, but I ain't that guy. You had Fitzgerald out there. You had Andre Johns. You had a couple guys out there. But Tom recognized me. That feel good, Tom. Tom, beautiful teeth, eyes, the hair. I don't even know what hair do he had at the time. Eyes you can get lost in. Yeah, I'm like, man, Tom recognized me. He said he's going to give me his jersey. So that was like 2011, I want to say. So that's like 2011 in Miami. That was 11 years ago. How crazy is that? So so anyways. We're not that young. Listen, I'm waiting the next week. It never showed up. Two weeks Still? Before, never has showed Tom, up. Bra- Tom Brady hasn't sent you a jersey? Hold on. Hold on. Six months go by, Jules. Jay, the jersey doesn't come. Never showed up. So now I have this grudge against Tom Brady that I'm carrying 
every single year, year after year after year. You know what I mean? I got this legendary jersey collection. I got some of the best guys. I got kickers, bro. Most of these guys that y'all see with all these jerseys, I know Aaron Foster have this legendary jersey collection that everybody's talking about. Bro, he don't have kickers. I got all the great kickers, man. I got everybody. So right? when <clears throat> B, when Tom, when Tom left New England, <clears throat> I went to his locker and I stole like three pairs of his cleats that he wore <laughs> in games. I was taking like, I took a couple of jerseys. Really? I think I may have taken his deodorant. A couple, <laughs> he used to have his smell goods and I would always come over and steal a little shot of his uh, perfume or his Whoa. cologne. Because Tom Brady always smells great. Um, I'm sure just really? looking at him, I can tell Tom he smells good. Tom always smells good. It's weird. I'm like, bro, how are you smelling good? We're on practice. He goes, hey, really? baby, you know? Yeah. So was, that, was anyone getting in there grabbing a jock strap? I mean, that's still got value. I'm sure it's Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Nobody wear a jock. Well, there's a few guys in the locker room that still. In I used to wear a jock. You you wore a jock and what? I wore a jock and I wore nothing else. A Why? jock and just pants. Dude. I just wore pants, bro. That's his pick on I Raya. couldn't do that. Why? Because, I mean, you, then then we're all over the place. You got to do adjustments to the right, adjustments like to that? the left. You're huh? hanging like that? No, I'm not hanging like that. Oh, Very okay. average. Yeah, my, you're like, yeah, yeah. Like my, I'm like a, are you a grower or a shower? I would say I'm definitely a grower. I'm a grower. I'm not too. showing nothing. I'm a grower too. What about you, Jay? You look like a you look like a Sam, not Jay. <laughs> Sam, like but we'll Jay. Uh, yeah, I'm a grower too. <laughs> grower. Sam. I heard rumor yeah. that black dudes aren't. I thought they're just show. They show everything they got. That's what. That's what you heard. That's what I heard. I mean, that's what. I mean, yeah. That's Listen, the, that's the, the rumor on the streets. Well, I mean, the rumor is like they, you know, they packing. We packing. That is that is largely. Yeah, largely I mean, I did shower yeah. with a lot of guys. Largely, hey Jules, hey Jules. No, we can't. Are the guys are the? I was about to say. <laughs> what are you gonna say? No, uh, you know, you know, the guys around the league. They gonna see this. They gonna watch. They gonna get on us. They gonna text us. But like, no, I was gonna talk about the locker room. You know, like we we all shower together. <laughs> But let's move on. <laughs> it's let's true. Move. I mean, they've been doing it for hundreds of years. Athlete, right. It's a time-honored tradition. Huh? Sam, it's a time-honored tradition. It's a time-honored. You just can't be National Geographic bird watching in the shower. That's yeah. like the rule. You just can't be bird watching. You ever see someone, though, where you're like, holy shit, I can't not look. There is <laughs> I, there is a couple guys where, like, it was so big. I, like, I, I looked at myself, and it humbled me as a man. Wow. Do you ever oh, accidentally stop. blurt out, whoa, look at your dong? Sam, you can't come in a locker room and have wandering eyes, bro. That's Just true. Don't do nope. it. No bird watching. Not in a gay way. Here's the weirdest thing. Here's the weirdest thing, right? Walking in a locker room and now you have 30, 40 uh, networks or men and women on the beat. Um, the weirdest thing is like wandering eyes, right? Like when, you know, with your teammates, you comfortable, right? These are our brothers, right? Like we're cool. That's easy. You know, um, but yeah, see, so like Brandon, yeah. it's cool if Brandon looks at my dick while we're in there because we know each <laughs> oh other. Goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the cool thing. And if he touches it a little, it's cool. You're brothers. It doesn't matter. If, as long as right. we have socks on. Yeah. Sam, hey, Sam, stop entertaining this. Stop it. I'm going to start calling you Jay again. Stop it, Sam. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, listen, listen, yeah. Jules, isn't it, it like the. The wondering eyes, bro. The media. Yeah. Yeah, the media. Because the media comes in right after games, and, like, you're changing. Wow. There's, like, men, women, kids. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, we're just animals. Just, (laughs) hey, don't worry. They're just changing. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, that that that's that's um that that's when I kind of get a little insecure. I like, you know, cover up a little bit. <laughs> 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 well, you know, did we? So, did anyways, we listen. Let me finish this Tom Brady story. Yeah, yeah. Let me get get get. Let me get my guys back on track. So, anyways, uh, six years go by, still nothing, right? And, and now, you know, every offseason, I'm in my man cave, and I got all these jerseys. So every time I walk in there, in the offseason, I just train and came home. That's it, right? And so I spent most of my time in this little dope little pool hall that 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 we built, and um, and I have all of these legends, all these guys that we talked about uh, in this, these Pro Bowl games. They're all there. So I'm looking and I'm like, the only thing I'm missing is Tom Brady. Actually, I even have the last Randy Moss jersey, the last jersey he wore as a Patriot, right? I went up to Randy Moss. I was like, hey, can I get this jersey? Like, he didn't really play. That's when he and the team and Bill was beefing, I guess. And I, and it was actually in Miami. <clears throat> that was the yeah. last game he played in. That was the last <laughs> game, yes. And, and so I walked up to him, can I get this jersey? He was like, hell yeah, you can have this shit. I ain't wearing this again. <laughs> So I had that, but I'm looking, I'm like, this one spot, where's Tom Brady? And it just never showed up. So I I, I've car- I carried this grudge for a very long time. Anyways, fast forward. This could turn into the song Stan by Eminem right here. Just yeah, right. here we go. But here we go. Yeah. So fast forward to the beginning of the pandemic, right? Everybody's at home working out, doing exercises, riding their bikes, cleaning out their garages, doing, you know, uh, yard work. So I happen to see all these guys and, and ladies doing their work in the garage. Like, maybe I should do that, too. So I go out there in the garage and I have boxes all over the place. Every jersey that I've ever worn, every touchdown that I ever caught, um, I have those balls, those cleats. So those if you're sp- a thief for for that kind of stuff, yeah, because Marshall has Smith, every because- single thing. Yeah, because I, you know, when I first got in the league, I OJ, heard if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> when I first got in the league, I heard this legendary story by Emmett Smith. He was like, look, when when when, you know, people call me in the community or nonprofits call me in the community, they're like, hey, can I get something signed? You know, he wanted to send something that was actually game used. So I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. So he kept everything. So that's why I kept everything. So I have all these boxes that I was about to organize and go through. Started a pandemic. I get to this one big box. And there is this little FedEx box just sitting there. I open it up, hoping that was going to be like some check, some money from maybe some deals, marketing deals that I never, you know, uh, opened up. And it wasn't. It was something better. It was the Tom Brady jersey. And he said, hey, B, you're a great player. Look forward to seeing you continue to thrive. Tom Brady said, oh, my goodness. That make your week? Made my week, bro. I fell in love with the guy. What are you talking about? I, I I know he got like, me too. There's something about Tom. There's something about Tom. Like just because like the type of person he was like this whole time, like he sent the Jersey, man. Like so seven, this, eight did, years he sent ago, this back then and you just missed it. I missed it. I missed Damn. it. I don't even know. Like I missed it. I had the Jersey all of these years, Tom Brady Jersey sitting in my garage. Right. So it's just like, it shows the type of guy he is. Like he's a man of his word. You know, you don't, it's hard to find that, right? Like, yeah, that's a big deal. You know, hey, Tom, can I get your jersey? Sure, no problem. I'll send it to you. And then you don't get it. Oh, he's a scumbag. Yeah. Right? You know, that, and that's what a lot of people don't realize about Tom. Stand up gentlemen. Everyone wants to hate him and everyone hates him until you meet him. Right. And then once you meet him, you're like, God damn it, I like this guy. 
It's a fucking I, shame. I've heard that story so many times from people when they go, yeah, I fucking hate Brady. And they say they, 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 they meet him and they're like, I, I love him. But Jets I think fans, I think that's Giants the football fan, world though. See, yeah, see, there, there you go. Because I think like the overall consensus on Tom Brady is beloved, is loved. Like now in the football world, you know, you know, I don't. I, I'm not a hater. I love Bill Belichick. I love you. I love Tom. I love Gronk. I love that on the field. Now I'm coming at y'all. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people in football that hate the Patriots, right? In the football circles, a lot of people hate Tom Brady. A lot of people hate Bill Belichick, right? Robert Kraft. RKK, right? But look, I think that's just the football world. Outside of that, I think that, you know, the Patriots and um, Tom Brady is beloved. I mean, people root against greatness. I think if you're a diehard fan or something, you want to see other teams win, you know? So I think a lot of the hate on the Patriots is when teams are dynasties, they get hate. People hate on the Yankees. People hate on the Pats. People hate on the Golden State Warriors, you know? The Bulls back in the 90s. yeah. I mean, right. It doesn't mean it that you don't love them when they're gone, when they're retired. Like I, I'm a, I'm a Knicks fan. The nineties, I hated Jordan. Of course, now I'm like, he's the goat. I mean, what can you say? So, you know, I think you just need time. And, and Tom has played for so long that time has passed and he's still playing. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, you cannot respect it. That's right. Brandon, right. is What's there up? anything else on the pro bowl? Anything else on the Pro Bowl? 2012 MVP performance, four touchdowns, mm. 175 yards. At Aloha Stadium. At Aloha Stadium. Goes out there, sets the record, takes it away from Smith. Was it Jerry Smith? Jerry Smith. <laughs> Jerry Rice. What are you talking about, Jerry Smith? Jimmy Jerry Smith. Rice. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy oh, Smith. No, Jimmy had Smith had the record. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was Jerry. Okay. Remember uh, Jimmy Smith from the... The Jacksonville Jaguars course, back he, in the bro, he's a Hall of Famer. We need to recognize him. He was a him. beast. Beast. What number was he? 84? 82, I believe. 82, yes. I knew it was a you know off-brand number. Usually, you know what I mean? Yep. Man. Hey man, I want to thank you, bro. Yeah. Uh bro, I didn't say aloha when you came one here, but I gotta say aloha goodbye. Aloha stadium. I think we hit it. Uh Anyway, Brandon, you're so great to talk to, man. Thank you for coming. It was a great hold episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You asked me a question. Can I answer it? You said, well, do, do I have anything else? What else we got? Oh, I, 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 I thought you were done. Bro, hold on. Let's go back into history books, right? I'm not going to go back too far. Gail Sayers, two-time Joe Namath, Kate. Keep going. OJ Simpson that you brought up, Jay slash Sam. All right, Walter Payton. Okay, Phil Sims. Phil Sims. Bill. Grant. What you call him, Mister Sims? Mister Sims. Reggie White. Bruce Smith. Randall Cunningham. Jim Kelly. Michael Irvin. Michael. Michael Playmaker. Marshall Playmaker. Jerry Rice. Warren Moon. Keyshawn Johnson. Todd. Ty Law. Pat's guy. What is this? What What are we naming? Ricky Williams. Peyton Manning, Derek Brooks, Carson Palmer, Adrian Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, D'Angelo Hall, and there it is, Brandon Marshall, sketched in the NFL history. You're going to be in that room, right? MVPs of the Is there a picture of you in the room? There's a picture. You said there's a room over in Aloha Stadium. There's. Uh, Listen, I know one thing. When you walk in Aloha Stadium and they had those MVPs going around that ring of honor, my name is up there. Ah, I mean, hey, listen, 
I didn't make it to the Pro Bowl yet. I mean, to the Super Bowl yet. I didn't make it to the playoffs yet. But I am a Pro Bowl MVP, baby. You, baby, you. <laughs> You're my MVP. Oh, I'm blushing. You see, you just have a way with, way with, way with words, bro, that just make me feel so like. I just don't even. I I really have terrible vocabulary, honestly. <laughs> you do, yeah, but great. you, yeah, but but you make up for it when you do like the sounds and stuff. Like, oh yeah, oh, I, you like Coach Gruden and. You know, you got like. Oh, I hope I'm not like work. Coach Gruden. Let's just say that. <laughs> we have emails. Have no He's not. <laughs> we have Julian's emails. They're very tasteful. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was great to meet you. All right, uh, Jay Sam. <laughs> Sorry, no, I love you, Sam. I'm never going to live this down. No, no, Sam, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, this was awesome. You, thank you. You got to come man. check him out at the cellar. He's about. Yeah. He's doing a Netflix special too. Oh shit! Like you, now, hey, man. That's dope. I'm Come coming. Out. He called you Jay. I love that. What 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 is the what's the legacy for this game? Eh. 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 I mean, it's it's cool that he lit it up, but it's not like a legacy game, really. It's just it's a cool game. If you think about it, you you have so many incredible football players like in that generation, just who he said. Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. Peyton Ray wasn't Lewis. in this game, was he? No, but it just in general with the the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that has to be an insane, like, real moment when you're around those kind of guys. I wouldn't know, of course, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you were around a pretty big quarterback. He keep yeah. He kept on saying that. He kept yeah. on bringing up Peyton this, Peyton that. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then I was thinking to myself, man, I had it pretty lucky because you look at that quarterback list that he went through. You, yeah, for that's, sure. That's for a lot of quarterbacks. That's tough. And all, it's funny. It's like watching two dudes who both have good lives, but <laughs> it's like, you know, the guy who's like married with kids and he's happy. And then the guy who like has sex with a lot of hot women. I don't know which one is which. Oh, I, I do honestly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's like two guys who are like, ah, the grass is greener, but you both had incredible careers. It's just different careers. Well, that And that, that goes to show you how great, of a team sport football is. Of course. Because yeah. individually, Brandon Marshall, like Phenom. He was insane. He was a top he he was like the best receiver a couple times in his career of like the whole year. Yeah. Like in the league. He and, was always and, like top five. And imagine if he had you know a Imagine if you had stability. Tom or Peyton throwing yeah. him and it would it'd be insane. Well but, we do we, we can't imagine what happened with Peyton. That's that that's what I learned from this episode. Never drop a pass from Peyton no matter fucking when or what, catch that ball. I, I remember something very similar to that. It was yeah. my first pass ever from Tom. At It was OTAs. And they put in a package with four receivers of a four-wide group, and they gave me a, a play. And this was like, I never played receiver, but they, they created a package for me, and they're like, all right, let me get in. And I run like a hook route. And Tom darts it on me, and I I tried to run before I had it because I want you know I wanted to do something with it. Dropped the ball. Mm. He goes, "Catch a fucking ball, Julian." I I went home and cried. <laughs> I went home. You and cried? Cri Not like I was. Re I felt pretty shitty for like four days. Yeah, you know, and that's tough because you're competing in training camp and all these camps and stuff. But like when Damn. you hear like Tom, I mean, I was in eighth grade and this guy was winning super bowls i was wow. like hey i'm tom brady on the asphalt to fucking school 
Damn. And this guy comes at me and says, catch the fucking ball, Julian. Or it could have been rookie or something. I was so humiliated. I felt so terrible. I, it was like the worst feeling. So you never want to drop, especially quarterbacks of, you know, Tom's caliber, Peyton's caliber, because they won't throw to you. A huge part of it is trust. Sure. And it took me so long to earn his trust after that fucking play. It took me like three years to earn his you trust You were in the doghouse, dude. Doghouse. Not even a paw out. But, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, yeah, this was uh, a crazy, crazy game. I'm glad I hit the Aloha uh, prop bet. Took I me think a we while. went way over. Way over, yeah. Not way over. I think I hit at least six, though. I wasn't able to sneak one in out of the gate, and I, I knew I had a, a you, you kind know, of froze on us. A come-from-behind victory. Did you get scared? No, what happened was we didn't open with the uh, with the, the game, so yeah. I, I couldn't find a good opening. Yeah, we definitely, going forward, we're still very new at this. Yeah. But, like, we got we to gotta shape it up a little better, I bet. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's funny to me, though, when when... I'm watching you interact with them. Yeah. Like the athletes. It'd be so similar to like if we had comedians on here and I had to interact with them. Sure. I could just see like, uh, uh, can I ask? I can see you going through your head. Like I'm picking my spots. I'm seeing, I'm I'm getting, I'm getting uh, accustomed to it. You're you're trying to learn the guy. Can I throw in this joke? Can Ah, I make a dead baby joke here? Exactly. Jack, did we forget anything? I think that was a pretty clean ep. We cashed our prop bet with six alohas. Uh, Brandon indeed never made a Super Bowl, despite what he said <laughs> earlier. We had a little JP Losman talk, which is always good. He's now on the staff at University of Oklahoma. And then uh, when we were talking dicks in the locker room, we forgot a memorable moment when a Fox broadcast caught Vincente Shanko, the tight end on the uh, Vikings, naked at his locker, and they uh, had to cut away real quick and issue an apology. Um, full dong, full dong, Jack. Yes, Fox wow. said 0.5 seconds. It was on screen, but that was uh, plenty of time for the internet to catch that. Nice. And Jimmy, go Smith. internet. <laughs> I still remember someone was calling him the equipment manager after that because he was packing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Vincente. Uh, and then Jimmy Smith was indeed 82 and held the previous Pro Bowl record of touchdowns. Uh, touchdown receptions at three. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, no problem, Bubs. What do we name the game? Does it even deserve a name, or do we just call it the the Brandon Ball Out Bowl? I love it. That's Triple great. B, Brandon Ball, Ball Out Bowl. No, Brandon Ball Out Aloha Bowl. Yeah, you got to throw something it. Hawaiian in there because that's the the tradition of the Pro Bowl. Love the Hawaiian Poke Bowl. You ever have a Poke Bowl? Uh, I don't love Poke Bowls. Really? Yeah, they're solid. They're good, but yeah. it's not like, like to be honest, would you rather have like a chicken teriyaki bowl or a poke bowl? Uh, depends on the mood. Depends would on the Would you weather. rather have like a, a short rib uh, or a skirt steak, like rice bowl, or would you have a poke well, bowl? Well, those are like, they're different I, things. But they're... it's still something protein with rice in a bowl. Yeah, I like can't... my shit hot. I like hot food. I love sushi. Don't get me wrong, but the sushi's got to be on right. I got to be in the right schedule. I got to be in the right mood. I don't know. Fair enough. All right, I take it back. Fuck Pokey. <laughs> Fuck me too. I'm a piece of shit. All right, let's score this game on the rubric right here. Uh, Julian stakes. I mean, no stakes really. I guess twenty grand. That's the stakes. Uh, we'll give one for a stakes. Yeah, I see one because twenty grand is not nothing. But to these guys, it's probably not crazy money. You know. 
Yeah, like he said, he, they probably spent that at dinner. Yeah, exactly. On drinks. Star power is a 10. 10. I mean, 10 on star, star power. We had gameplay 0.5. Um, yeah, there's no real defense. Zero. The I, name, I mean, we can give it a one. I mean, one. The, the offense is pretty damn cool. It It is cool. Is that even it. low because the offense is so cool? But I guess it's not like a rip. Nah, one is good. Name is... Eh, Five is that my? I think four. Five is high. Let's go four. Lower. Lower. Let's go two. Two. Yeah. What's that make our grand total, Jack? Looks like we got an even five. Eh. An even five. That's gonna be on the lower side for the show. Oh, it's three point three point five. That's gonna gonna be on the lower. We're not math guys. Stat correction three point five. Thank you. Thank you. Star power really saved this one. It. I mean, or we're looking at a at a at a turd. So. but it was it was good to hear the perspective of what really goes on at the Pro Bowl. A lot of drinking, a lot of fun, a lot of skits from Peyton Manning, of course. I mean, this guy, we can't get him off of skits. We yeah. see him on ESPN. We see him on every commercial. SNL. You know where else we're going to see him? We're going to see him on Games With Names here in the future. I can't wait. Can't wait. And that's Legend. all. Well, thanks for, uh, for this episode of uh, Games. Uh, I'm thanking them. That's all. <laughs> You're welcome for this episode. That's all for this episode of Games with Names presented by WinBet. Thank you so much to our sponsors, to all you listeners. Follow us on social media at Games with Names. I'm Sam Morell. I'm Julian Edelman, and we will see you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 